WWE has their crown jewel show this Thursday, and I'm not sure if we'll see any major title changes, but we will see a new King of the Ring and a new Queen of the Ring. I'm Ryan Joy, and I run MinutesToBellTime.com, a website and database tracking pro wrestling around the world. On today's show, we'll talk through the crown jewel card and headlines from the weekend, including the new All Elite Wrestling World Title Eliminator. Al Carl's in the house, so we'll get his thoughts on all these tournaments and the headlines, plus his favorite, King of the Ring. This is the Daily Wrestling News Show for October 18th, 2021, where we sort through all the bullshit in wrestling news by you, the truth. All right, here we go, Al. It's tournament talk. We got a ton of tournaments to talk through. Welcome to the show, and also, hey, it's big. Biggest news is you're back scraping the ice in uh, in New York. Yeah, I'm I'm back home. I've been uh, it's been cold where I've been, even though it was about 75 degrees last week. But yeah, I'm back at it. Uh, I got a day to relax yesterday, and today back at it tomorrow. Uh, I do appreciate you filling in for me on the Central Wrestling Podcast you had last week. You have tomorrow. I'm pretty sure you had the week after that, too. Um, <laughs> but you know what? Uh, time for me to get back to work. The NHL season has started already. We're a little behind um, for uh, obvious reasons. These are planned reasons, though. There's nothing, uh, you know, this isn't, you know, something that happened now. Oh, my God, the season's late. No, we were, we're not starting. Uh, the Islanders aren't starting until the 20th. So uh, we're getting everything ready for that. Everything came out great. We're on schedule. But uh, I missed a lot of wrestling. I missed talking about wrestling. And you, my favorite part of it, I love brackets. I love tournaments. A couple of my favorites, just real quick, I just two that stick off at the top of my head. WrestleMania four. who doesn't love that one? And then uh, the Deadly Games tournament was probably the most well-written oh, yes. ever produced by WWE. That from cover to cover at the 1998 Survivor Series, that whole show was just written so well and i i love it absolutely loved it 10 years apart too you have the you have 1988 wrestlemania 4 listen i you know as a kid my favorite wrestlemania still my favorite wrestlemania that i could sit down and watch cover to cover um when you go when you do that with today's eyes and you watch it back it's like there's not very many matches that have a pinfall in them so no. you have that but uh but I love I love WrestleMania four for that. John DeCani and I did a WrestleMania special. It's probably easiest to find on YouTube if you want to watch yeah. that. Yeah, I love that episode. It's everything was that WrestleMania and, week was a lot of fun. All of those just talking WrestleMania, uh, and I, I think we're doing Bound for Glory too. So I'm I'm excited for that. I don't know if I want to release that. Am I too early to jump the gun on that one? But no, no, we're gonna pre-record a uh, Al, John DeCani and I. We're gonna go back and we're gonna watch the first Bound for Glory episode. And then we're going to talk about it. We're going to record an episode on Wednesday, play it on Thursday. I'm going to the Jericho crew, so I won't be able to do a live episode on Thursday. But we will have that. So that'll be fun. So, But now let's talk about what's going on right now in wrestling. Yeah, yeah. Let's fast forward to present day. Let's, yeah, fast forward to present day. Um, we, are in the, we are at the very end stages of the current King of the Ring tournament and the Queen's Crown tournament, which will essentially crown our Queen of the Ring. Yes. We're down to three people in the yes. Queen's Crown: uh, Zelina Vega, Shayna Baszler, and Dewdrop. And now Somebody I had Shayna Baszler I... going all the way. She was very, very decisive on SmackDown. Uh, she helped Sonya Deville put uh, Naomi down, so she's got management in her corner. Um, she was an early pick. She's already she's already the Queen of Spades. Um, but Dewdrop, I feel, is a tough opponent to have tonight. Even though the match is only be a minute and a half. <laughs> it's an interesting match. It's an interesting matchup. Um, yeah, Piper can go. I still can't call her Dewdrop, even though I my know. girl is the one that named her. Um, Dewdrop can go. Like this is a, it's an interesting test for uh, for Shayna Baszler. So uh, we know Shayna's very very susceptible to the roll roll up. I think probably over seventy five percent of her losses this calendar year having by the raw roll-up. So if she just stays out of that, I think she'll be okay. Travis um, has the stat of how many matches she's lost to a roll-up. I don't remember what it was, but it was above ridiculous. 30. It, was every, <laughs> it just seems like every like, – and actually, I can copy and paste my notes and so-and-so defeats Shayna Baszler by the roll-up. You know, I can, yeah. I can just keep that there every single week, it seems like. 
but yeah, humble brag. Somebody nails uh, somebody called. I shouldn't say it that way. Somebody called Zelina Vega going to Saudi Arabia about a month and a half ago, Rye, on this very show. So I got lucky with that one. Uh, happy that she's going. I had I had her losing to Naomi, but I guess Naomi's the story with Sonia. That yeah. explains why she wasn't even in the tournament. So uh, you know, I'll take the L on that one. But uh, just to get Sonya Deville back into the ring eventually. But now, now, do you think Shayna's less likely because because Zelina's heel, Shayna's heel, so we would have heel versus heel if Shayna advances tonight. Yes, that's another thing that's kind of in the back of my head, like maybe they won't advance Shayna, but. If Shayna goes against Zelina, I'm sorry, Zelina's going down hard. Oh yeah, Zelina, Zelina doesn't have a shot. Not, not all the cheating in the world uh, couldn't help Zelina Vega win that match. But to tell you the truth, that is a, that would be a very good match. Like Zelina Vega knows how to sell. She knows how to put other, make other people yeah. look great. There was a reason why it was Zelina Vega when Bianca Belair first got called up. There was a reason why Zelina Vega was the woman chosen to all these beginning matches to start Bianca Belair's momentum sure. is because Zelina Vega made Bianca, she made Bianca look amazing. So uh, Zelina's very good at that. Maybe she'll do it with Dewdrop too. And, and you know, Dewdrop's not a sleeper either in this tournament. If she can get past Shayna, um, you know, the whole Eva Marie thing, you know, there's, there's a lot that can happen uh, for Dewdrop's career. This would be a big moment for her. Sure would. I, I, you know, in the end, I, either one, any one of the three of them, I'm, I'm okay with. I think, yeah, yeah. Zelina Vega because she's such a good talker. If she, you know, you put this in her, give her something to, to talk about. You know, I think that that'd be great. Shayna Baszler, I feel like she would have a good vibe if she, she goes with this more like a Maleficent type of queen than, uh, than otherwise. And then Dewdrop, Dewdrop will be kind of a silly if she was, if she wins it, but. Um, I wish this. I wish this tournament, this one, was decided on American soil, or uh, you know, I'd go UK, but not Saudi. That's yeah. the. Um, I think Zelina, if if they kept the the royal character, sure. You know, sometimes you win the king, the ring, or whatever. You know, you just you just move forward. You're you know you're now you're not wearing the crown and the cape. You know, uh, and we'll get into that in the history of it, whatever. And a lot of the guys didn't. Some did though. Uh, if they keep that royal gimmick, Zelina Vega by far would be the best one of the three. But then we got to go back to what we talked about. Uh, but John DeConi, uh and I kind of uh, mulled over on the Central Wrestling Podcast a couple of weeks ago. Um, John's kind of calling a, uh, a Jerry Lawler attack via uh, Bret Hart 1993 because he's not understanding why Charlotte's not in this when she's the queen. So I'm like, okay, well, you can pull, you know, book Charlotte to just jump the winner. And therefore, you need a face to do that. So that would be Dewdrop, and that, that's another thing going for her to win yeah. this. Thing. You can set up Dewdrop and Charlotte Flair, uh, and then maybe Dewdrop is the one that keeps the, the Raw title on Raw if uh, things happen and both belts end up on SmackDown. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 interesting. You see a lot of a lot of ticks in the Dewdrop column. Yeah, you know, for yeah. This. There's a lot of things that, a lot of things that make sense that point towards her. Yeah. I will say that I I think that if Charlotte's going to make an attack, I I just have a feeling it'll be on SmackDown the next night as opposed to on at uh at in Saudi Arabia. I don't I don't think you bring Charlotte over there if you're not going to have her in a match. I think, but either but or, we'll, yeah, either yeah. or works, and, and she can even well because Dewdrop's not a SmackDown wrestler, so she would have to wait till Raw. And Charlotte can technically still go on Raw, and she's the Raw Women's Champion, so you can she can sure. definitely do that. Sure, it's a cheap way again, you know. If either Charlotte's getting, if they just switch the titles, if it's if, if uh, either Becky or Bianca retain uh, win or retain the SmackDown, this is just a switcheroo to get Charlotte another title reign. That's one thing, but this is also a cheap way to get Charlotte on both shows. Yeah, that's true. That's true. All right, so then the King of the Ring tournament is also happening right now. Uh, you correctly called the fact that Sami Zayn's not going to Saudi Arabia. So yeah, you know, Prince, he's not there. You can't, you can't go. The Prince advanced on SmackDown last week. Uh, and now the other guy that you've been cheering for silently in the back, Xavier Woods, he has he has a match tonight against Jinder Mahal. And if and if Wood, you know, the winner of that is gonna face uh, uh, Finn Balor this Thursday. So I don't know. This one's a this, tough test. 
This, this is the biggest match of Xavier Woods' singles career. This is what he's been – this whole tournament, like him being in a kingdom, this is the biggest thing in his professional career. He doesn't want to be – I'm sure he wants to be WWE champion. He, he, this is it for him. So that's why it's like – it's one of those things when a wrestler's in their hometown and Vince just pulls a swerve and, you know, everyone's upset that, you know – uh, I don't Bailey always sticks out in my head. They did Bailey pretty dirty in, in San Jose uh, a couple of years ago. Yeah. I was like, why would you do that to her? Like she's you know, doing so. If they if they swerve us on Xavier Woods, I really don't think people would care. Like you're pulling the swerve on Woods himself. That's why I'm yeah. kind of thinking, like, okay, like you're only the only person that you're doing dirty here by not giving Xavier Woods the King of the Ring is Xavier Woods. So I think he needs to at least go to Saudi Arabia, but then Jinder Mahal as King of the Ring. I don't think Finn Balor is going to get it. I don't think Finn Balor needs it. So I think Finn Balor is going to Saudi Arabia lose. But King Jinder, I think Jinder Mahal playing King. Yeah. That would yeah, be interesting. Be and he, you know, India is a little closer to Saudi Arabia than, say, uh, the United Ireland. States, wherever Woods is from. Yeah, and Ireland, right? Yeah, and Ireland, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a, it's. A, it's tough. It's kind of hard to see gender not being the winner here, but he needs something, you know, Xavier Woods has the new day, you know, and, and it's, it's a solid get act, right? Jinder Mahal's act is a little stale at best yeah. I would say, for the last yeah. couple of years. So, you know, adding the King aspect to it would, you know, give him a little something, improve that act some. So that may be where they go now. King Jinder is not going to be highly ranked in Kings in, in in the in the lineage. I don't think. Yeah, well, that's to be determined. You got to see what he does with it. If he does with yeah. it, I think he'll. I think he would keep the the royalty character. I think he not would wear sure. the crown and the cape and the, I mean, him cheating with a scepter would be great. Would um, he call himself Sultan or something? You know. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what the hierarchy is in India. I, I don't know. Um, but even like if he rides an elephant in a ring, I, that'd be fun, you know, like as his first coronation, right? Like that's that's the big royalty thing in India. Um, but here's the thing, and I just thought of another thing. I don't know if you just saw my face light up. Why Woods? Uh, oh, who did? Well, he didn't beat Kofi Kingston. Damn it! Never no, that's what we wanted, right? That was the match. That's what we want. Yeah, that's what yeah. we want. He said he was he was going to beat three former world champions on his way to becoming king of the ring, and that would have been something. Yes. Um, who did Woods, who did Woods beat on Raw last Monday? I can't remember. Uh, I don't know. Keep talking. Right. I'll, I'll t I found out. All right. Yeah. So I was thinking. Okay. If you, if you, and then Jinder Hall, you know, he is a former WWE champion. Finn Balor is a former Universal champion. He's beating all these guys to win it. it it's a big feather in Woods' cap, and the one member of the New Day that doesn't have any feathers in his cap. You know, now that Big E's WWE champion and Kofi Kingston had that whole run of Kofi Mania. And that's kind of, you know, everyone was kind of interested to see if, if Woods and Kofi, if they had this semifinal match. There was, there's a lot they could have done with that, specifically if Kofi won. Sure. Like if, if Kofi would have beat Woods to go on to the King of the Ring final or even win the whole thing, like that would be resent on – that's a heel turn for Xavier Woods and the death of the New Day. Sure. If Kofi Kingston would have beat like this, because that's just the one thing that Woods wants. You yeah. know, Kofi won the title because Woods supported him. He won the title. Kofi uh, Woods supported him. And then it's, now it's the other way around, and Woods didn't get that support. That would have been a great story. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't mind the New Day breaking up if that was the situation. Woods beat Ricochet, by the way. Oh, yeah, former U.S. champion. Okay, whatever. Yeah. But still, he would have that's had. A big win, though. Ricochet's yeah, big yeah. I still, I, I still think Ricochet's a big win. I, I know he doesn't win a lot, but. All right, let's pause King of the Ring real quick. I want to run down. Here's Crown Jewel's card. Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. Big E versus Drew. Uh, Becky Lynch versus Bianca versus Sasha. Yes. Goldberg versus Lashley. Edge versus Seth Rollins. Hell in a Cell. RK Bro and, uh, versus AJ and Amos. That's the Raw Tag Titles. And Mansoor versus Ali. Now, easiest match to call on the whole card, Mansoor versus Ali. Mansoor. Mansoor the, the, the at the house. Yeah. At the ranch on Mansouri, the all-time winningest wrestler in Saudi Arabia match history. He, he, was like, he won a 50-man battle royal yeah. when he wasn't even on an NXT roster at that right. time. He was <laughs> the they threw him in there. And he beat 49 other guys. 
Yeah. So. Um, yeah, Mansoor, Mansoor is the layup, and you know he's gonna get the crowd pop, and there's no reason to, to swerve the Saudi Arabia fans by you know not making the home guy win. I think that's maybe part of the contract. You can do whatever you want to make sure Mansoor wins. I also don't think Drew has a has a shot here, but I'm looking at that Roman Brock match, and I'm looking at that Becky Bianca Sasha match. I think we're gonna see a title change on the Becky Lynch match. I'm not sure about the Roman Brock. I'm gonna bet Roman. But I wouldn't be shocked if Brock wins that to set up something later on. Yeah, um, there have been a couple title changes in Saudi Arabia. I know I kind of made the illusion like this is just a glorified house show, sure. um, but there have been title changes. I do believe the Fiend beat Seth Rollins in Saudi Arabia, and I believe Goldberg sure. defeated uh, who was it? Kevin Owens or the no, Fiend? Owens. He beat the oh, Fiend. Fiend. Yeah, 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 pretty wide. Um, so there There's have been place they can do it. changes now. This is this will be the first ever women's title defense. There's only been one other women's match in, in Saudi Arabia history. Uh, that was a very historical match, and that's something that uh, was not to be taken lightly at that time, nor is taken lightly now. So we have we actually have two women's matches going forward. So we're kind of like you know they're giving us the inch. We'll eventually have that mile uh, in the women's division in Saudi Arabia. Um, I th- I look at that Sasha Banks, and I think Sasha Banks is going to win over Becky there because yes. then then it kind of sorts things out and it puts the SmackDown title back on SmackDown. Yes, and it, it kind of if the original plan was for Sasha to win at SummerSlam, this corrects that. Right. Yeah. And then it, it it could lead, you know, we haven't seen it in probably about 5 years. So we have different we haven't seen Charlotte and Sasha sure fight each other recently. I like this new Sasha and it's a new Charlotte, you know, we can do a champion version, especially if we're on the same show. We can do champion versus champion at Survivor Series before we take the belt off Charlotte. I, I want to say it was 2016 where they had about 38 matches and the title changed yeah. hands back and forth a bunch of times. That's another good way to get Charlotte's title reigns inched yeah. up. <laughs> put her in a long-term program with Sasha Banks. Yeah, Charlotte won that feud too. So, you know, a win for Sasha. If she had Charlotte at Survivor, a win for Sasha – a win for SmackDown. Any any type of win for SmackDown in the women's division. Actually, I watched our Survivor Series special uh, last yeah. week on the train. SmackDown women's division doesn't do so well at Survivor Series. So any type of win for SmackDown at Survivor Series in the women's division is a little uh, – it's big. Sure. All right. So let's talk about King of the Ring his- histories, you know, because there's been some good ones. I Al, how many Hall of Famers are in our – Yeah, we just, we just did the count. Um, and this is King of the Ring tournament winner. So this does not include uh, the Macho King that we saw, even though he did win in the King of the Ring tournament. This doesn't include uh, King Haku. And I'll get to all them, uh, I guess, in a second if you set me up for it correctly. If not, we can skip it. But, yeah, out of the 20 wrestlers, there have been 21 King of the Ring tournaments. There were, I think, seven that were not televised. Back in the 80s. Um, and then one wrestler, Bret Hart, won two of them. He actually won consecutive tournaments in 1991, which was not televised, and then 93, which was the first, you know, the big five, if you want to call them that. Uh, out of the 20 wrestlers, 12 have gone on uh, into be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. Um, and that's not, you know, eventually Brock Lesnar is going to get there. So there's 13. Uh, Sheamus will get there. That's 14. So this is a big milestone. Like, this is not a tournament that's, you know, to be taken lightly. Sure. Sure. So uh, so, so tell me, the Macho King did not win a King of the Ring tournament? How did he get the crown? Well, this is a fun thing. So way back in 1986, okay, there was the, the King of the Ring tournament winner, 1986. Uh, Harley Race. King Harley Race. Sure. Uh, this was my first, uh, as a young child, this was my first uh, – look at king harley race i didn't know the nwa like the legend that rick yeah. flair always you know uh you know, this was the out. end of his career he's hanging on by a thread at this point yeah actually. so king harley race won the king of the ring he was king for about three years they keep on having these non-televised tournaments that wrestlers like ted dibiase randy savage and in 1989 okay just time out here 1989 a missed probably the biggest tag team breakup of all time at that point Tito Santana defeated Rick Martel in the King of the Ring tournament final, final right after the Strikeforce breakup. Nobody knows about that. 
But yes, they, that was probably the culmination of their feud. They really didn't really feud all that much um, after that. They were a six-man tag, and they always fought, you know, every single Royal Rumble. That feud never died in the Royal Rumble. So every time they saw each other, uh, they were swinging. But uh, so the Tito Santana. So, really I'm sorry, what was that? that? This is back when house shows really meant something here. Yeah. Like you're seeing these feuds really take shape there. Yep. And this was, uh, they had a bunch of uh, non-televised events. Uh, the first two were in Foxborough, Massachusetts. And uh, the next five was a tradition in Providence. So uh, they had these tournaments, but they never took the crown off of Harley Race. So we, Harley Race was king of the ring for on TV uh, for God knows how long. And he said he was towards the end of his career. He suffered an abdominal injury, according to my research. So to keep the crown in the Heenan family... They gave it to Haku. So thus, King Haku was born. Uh, after the, the, uh, the, I would say the split up of the Islanders, I believe Tama got injured as well. So Haku was sure. kind of floating around doing nothing. But they kept the crown in the Heenan family, um, as rightly so. Uh, Haku eventually lost the crown in a match to Hacksaw Jim Duggan, who eventually lost the crown in a match to the Macho King. And uh, Savage had it for about a year and a half or so, but I don't know about that. And then eventually once... Uh, Savage retired or his career was ended in WrestleMania 7. Right. Uh, the crown disappeared until 1993 for two years. There was no king of the ring other than Jerry Lawler. Okay, that's – so that's fascinating. If you if people <laughs> didn't know that to me, it's it's fascinating to me because I I look at the Macho King as the character, and I thought he did so well as the Macho yes. King. We got Queen Sherry, and that scepter was used to get Sergeant Slaughter the WWF Championship at the Royal Rumble. So, like – there were so many different like things that went into the Macho King character. Yeah. Um, it's it's kind of bizarre that he he just won it from Hacksaw Jim Duggan. <laughs> yeah, I believe it was at a house show. Like I said, yeah, I wasn't. Exactly. I don't remember that happening. All of a sudden, Randy Savage showed up, and you know, oh, he's a new king. He beat Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Jeez. Yeah, there you go. All right, so now put you on the spot. Okay. Who's the greatest king of all time? Okay, so I was talking about your pre-production. You can look at this two ways. I have an answer for both. The uh, the greatest king of the ring as far as, like, the tournament, like what you had to do to win that tournament, uh, that's one way you can look at it. But then you have the character, like who actually walked around with the crown, who actually walked around with the scepter. I, Jeff Johnson just, like, he's going to go Canada every time. Um, <laughs> well, he didn't say Owen. He didn't say Owen. Yeah, there you go. Uh but they, uh, Brett didn't walk around with the crown and the cape. You know, he was, he, he wore it for the night. He, he did the ceremony with it, just like everybody else. Hunter did that. Uh, Owen did that. Even though Owen changed his name, but he didn't literally walk around with the king, uh, the crown, and, and the whatnot. So I'll take Owen off that list. But Jeff Johnson, exactly. My, my answer is Booker T. He yeah. walked around with that crown, with the cape, just like Randy Savage, pinky in the air. He had his queen. And he's the only one as playing a king character to win the world championship. So I think that just settles the argument. You know, I think the, 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 the debate is between Booker and Randy, but Randy never won the tournament and Randy never became champion as the king. So I think the answer's got to go to Booker T on this one. Yeah, I like the math that you did there to get there. So, so I, I agree. And, and WWE did their rankings and they agreed too. So Booker T... The top top king character, at least the one that won the King of the Ring. Yeah. Um, now the greatest king of the ring tournament. What's that? Now the greatest king of the ring tournament. Yep. The I my favorite my because it was the biggest one out of them all was the 2000 King of the Ring. Okay, a lot of these King of the Ring tournaments on pay per views. They started out with an eight-man bracket, but he had to get a qualifier to get into it. But the show contained uh, – the pay-per-view itself contained an eight-person uh, bracket, and that kept the way – then it got dumped down to four. Then it was back up to eight again, then back down to four. They waffled on it. In the year 2000, there was uh, – it was an eight-man bracket on the pay-per-view, but you had to do two qualifiers to get in. So it was a 32-man tournament. That's the biggest – uh, tournament that they've never gone past 16. So, and then Kurt Angle won it. So here's the, here's the, here's Kurt Angle's path. He defeated Bradshaw first, his first qualifier. Then he defeated Bubba Ray Dudley in the second qualifier, made it to the pay-per-view, defeated Chris Jericho. Holy crap. Yes. Kurt Angle versus Chris Jericho, the year 2000. 
Uh, amazing match. Defeated Crash Holly in the semifinals, then defeated Rikishi with the Olympic Slam off of a wood uh, like plank that he had set on the second turnbuckle. So it was like a super Olympic Slam on Rikishi, who won the Intercontinental Championship. Um, actually, it was the Monday before the pay per view. He just this was the first time we're seeing him with that title. So Rikishi had a great tournament too. If he made the final, he beat four guys to get there. But my the Kurt Angle in the year two thousand. Uh, winning five matches to be uh, to become king of the ring. Jeff Johnson mentioning it's very rare to see more uh, see three rounds. Yeah, I agree. Hardly ever. And this year we're going to see just one. And I, the, the, from your synopsis there, the thing that jumps out to me jumps off the page. Bradshaw, Chris Jericho, all these guys eliminated before Crash Holly. Crash out. Crash out one. <laughs> Crash out of him and the him and the Hollies, they were super heavyweights, dude. They were beating guys twice their size. Or was, actually, they were probably the same size, but I think in our view, uh, to the common person, sure. twice their size. Because Hardcore Holly, uh, I think he was in it too. Um, and then uh, the fun year is the next year in the year 2000, here we go with Kurt Angle again. Now, Kurt Angle's feuding with Shane McMahon. They ended up having a street fight at the 2001 King of the Ring in uh, New Jersey, Continental Airlines Arena. That place is just collecting dust right now. Um, but then they were talking about this and, uh, they were like, Kurt, you know, it's a little, it's a shame that you're not going to be able to, you know, defend your King of the Ring tournament. And he's like, whoa, 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 hold on. I'm doing that too. I'm doing that too. So he was actually entered again in the midst <laughs> of a feud with Shane McMahon to prove that he could do two things at once. And he actually made it to the final. And that, that was a four man year, a uh, four man tournament, um, on the show. And there were four best friends at the time. It was Edge, Christian, Kurt Angle, and Rhino. They were all friends at that time, and they were the final four. So that made for a very interesting uh, King of the Ring tournament as well. Uh, but again, Ern, uh, Kurt Angle wrestled three times in one night, and then that King of the that street fight with Shane still gets showed to this day. That, uh, them trying to get thrown through the glass, and it just doesn't work. And you hear the thuds with the microphone, Shane's head uh, hitting the ground, and Kurt Angle, I think, bruised his tailbone or something. He was early in the match. He, he messed up his tailbone, and he was hobbling the whole match. That match was crazy. Yeah, I, um, I'm also noticing some more comments coming in. One from Daniel Miller talking about uh, Crown Jewel not being being called terrorist blood money instead. But uh, yeah, I mean, I would much rather see these these tournaments that we're talking about with fondness uh, here on American soil and not. Uh, we're not going to get into the politics of the day on that. But yeah, I agree. I would rather see it here. Um, I'd rather they have the opportunity to buy a ticket and go watch it, to be honest. But yeah, um, yeah, but all right. Well, we we have spent a lot of time talking about King of the Ring, Queen of Queen's Crown, and uh, with that comment, I guess we'll transition. <laughs> yeah, one more thing, you know, King of the Ring, Austin three sixteen. You have to mention that. Yes, that was big. And then the last, uh, the two thousand two was the last King of the Ring pay per view tournament. So this is this is a what if here because Brock Lesnar won that tournament. Uh, went on to defeat, you know, the and then they threw the stipulation in, and actually it was the same night that Brock Lesnar had to qualify. The winner of the tournament got the uh, WWE uh, Undisputed Championship match at SummerSlam against The Rock, which Lesnar won. Now, Austin, now, it was the last night of qualifying on Raw. Brock Lesnar was on Raw. Brock Lesnar was supposed to fight Stone Cold Steve Austin in a non-tournament match that was the night that Austin had a hissy fit, said it didn't make sense for Brock Lesnar to beat me. I'm out. And he right. walked away. And that's when Brock Lesnar was inserted into the tournament. And the stipulation was made that the winner would get a title match. And thus Brock Lesnar got became the youngest WWF champion of all time. Now, what if Austin didn't walk out? Yeah. Well, he would have got beat by Brock. <laughs> he would have got beat by Brock Lesnar, and then, but who's to say that Brock would still go? Maybe he'd still, because they added the stipulation that maybe he would still become WWE. But Brock Lesnar would not be king of the ring, and have that on his resume if Austin, you know, his panties weren't in a bunch and walked away. Brock does. Does Brock have pretty much every accolade? I mean, none of the mid card belts, but he has he's never survived a Survivor Series match. The only one that has every accolade is Sheamus. What a man! <laughs> All right. Let's talk uh, Bound for Glory. We have, you know, I'm sticking with the theme today. We're doing tournament talk, uh, digital media championship tournament. Who didn't think we'd transition from King of the Ring, Queen of the Ring to that, but here we go. So far qualified. 
We have John Schuyler, Crazy Steve, Fala Ba, Jordan Grace. We are going to get two more competitors, uh, and it's going to be either Tanil Dashwood or Alicia. And the other, the other, so one of those two. And then we have a match between uh, Madison Rain and Chelsea Green. Yeah. The winner of that will be in this. And then instead of doing a, a turn, they, basically everybody qualifies, and then you do a, and yeah, then you do a six way scramble. Three men and three women. Yeah. It's, it's the smart money was is are on Tennille and Chelsea in those two matches. So I, I mean, you have to wait for them to happen. That's the smart money on that one, at least for me. Yeah, I think um, so. And yeah, this is going. This is this. It's you know who watches TV anymore. This yeah, is digital right. media. This is just a, it's a new way. You know, like I said Impact has tried so many times over the years to introduce a, a secondary secondary title, you know, <laughs> the Legends Championship or the Grand Slam thing with the rounds. That how is Matt Cardona not in here? He's the freaking internet champion. He won it back, by the way. People missed that. Yeah, <laughs> but then but then again, his fiance is. So wouldn't that be adorable? That maybe that's exactly what it'll be. So. Cardona can walk around with the internet champion and she can walk around with the digital media championship. You probably have to have title for title unification. Don't you? I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure they do that every night. I mean, what? Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> There's actually another little, little mini tournament kind of within here. Um, the X division, we have a finalist triple threat match at uh, bound for glory this week. Macklin versus ELP versus Trey uh, yeah. is the finals. Basically, uh, we're gonna get a new X division champion. You got thoughts on that, Al? I know you're doing a whole Bound for Glory special. We're gonna yeah, talk about we're gonna second, have a special. But... My my, when this first, I just after the first match, Trey Miguel. I'm like, okay, you know what? This guy stuck around when the Rascals split up and left. You know, they, they, they we thought all three of them were leaving. He decided to come back. Okay, they're gonna throw him the bone. You know, I just give him. You know, because he hasn't really done much since he came back. Um, nothing sticks out, unfortunately. No. Uh, I, I remember some losses here and there, but no big wins I can think of off the top of my head. And then enter Steve Macklin. I'm like, oh, that's that's a tough out. And he's Jersey strong, so um, that's no. a tough out. And then ELP is just going to rip off The Undertaker probably again. I care less about it. ELP with a low blow at some point in this match for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go Macklin myself. So we'll see. That's a tough call. I'm gonna go Macklin just based on Jersey. I'll spoil that pick right now. I have to. You know, I got him and Deanna. That's 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 New Jersey's power couple right there. Yeah. So um well you'll be making all your picks for the Bound for Glory matches this Friday at 1 p.m. You'll be broadcasting the Bound for Glory special. Uh you'll have a panel of people pick making the picks and recapping what's going on with impact. You got Cage versus Alexander for the world title. Deanna Perrazzo versus Mickey James for the Knockouts Championship. Decay defending the Knockouts Tag Titles against the Inspiration in their debut match. The X Division Championship match we just talked about. Violent by Violence by Design is going to have a tag match against Heath, and Heath is really hoping that Rhino shows up because if, he, if Rhino doesn't show, <laughs> it's going to be a bloodbath for Heath. Call your shot, Gauntly. Uh, w Morrissey's in at 20. Saban's in at number one. That's going to be a hard match to predict correctly. Yeah. The Good Brothers don't have a tag team title match, but you can bet it's going to be either Finn Juice or Chris Bay Hikaleu. Uh, the Digital Media Championship we just talked about, that'll be their pre show. So tons of stuff happening for Bound for Glory. I'm really glad you're doing the special. I'm unfortunately going to be on a boat, can't be there. Yeah, but. this is their version of WrestleMania. You know, I always make the joke the other way around. Like, you know, Wrestle Kingdom is, you know, New Japan's version of Bound for Glory, and WrestleMania is Impact's version, or this WWE's version of Bound for Glory. Uh, this is their biggest show. And and like I said, that first show, the one that we're going to rewatch and, and break down for Thursday, uh, I watched that live not knowing what I was watching, and my jaw hit the ground. Like, that show was legit in my top five favorite pay-per-views of all time is that first bound for glory uh from 2000 i think five um so and and they built on it ever since you know impact always is, always just seems to be the little engine that could they started 2002 or three or whatever it was and, and they just they're keeping going regardless yeah. and uh this is their big show so uh i want to give it it's just due it's i think this is the 17th installment of bound for glory and, uh, you know, it's, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a great show. They don't put on bad pay-per-views. You know, say what you want about the, the writing and, you know, the silliness of them. That's part of their genius, you know. Like, 
but they always they always put on you know when it when it comes to impact plus pay-per-views or you know hard to kill or slam anniversary uh they just cut right to the chase it's all in ring and it's all phenomenal and they give the wrestlers their time to shine yeah absolutely i'm i'm looking forward to it bound for glory it's a show that's on my short list of shows to get to here in the next couple of years so uh i'm looking forward to it al we gotta go to commercial and when we get back from commercial we've got at least two more tournaments that are currently going on right now to continue today's tournament talk we got the g1 climax and we have the world title eliminator on the AEW side that are currently in, uh, you know, going on right now. So we have some updates from the G1 from this morning. Stick with us. We'll be right back. If you love the Daily Wrestling News Show, then I want to tell you how you can support us. First, check out BodySlamClothes.com. You can get a variety of shirts for just $20, and all of them come in the super soft style, and the price you see includes all sizes and shipping. Get 10% off two or more shirts with the promo code SHIRTS10. Go to bodyslamclothes.com right now to check it out. And join Joey Jarzenka, Ian Schreier, and Robert Luca on Friday nights for the Primetime Rundown. They take you through the world of sports, and the show kicks off each Friday at 7 p.m. on the Eastern Observer. And each Tuesday, Al Carl hosts the Essential Wrestling Podcast alongside John Smith, myself, John DeConi, and Gary Mahaffey. It's another week of updates and highlights in the world of wrestling. Here are our analysis on who we think is going to win the week's matches. Coverage begins at 6 p.m. on the Eastern Observer. Pro Wrestling Pick'em. It's a place where you can join or host a Pick'em League to test your predictive skills in the world of pro wrestling. Create an account and join a league now at ProWrestlingPick'em.com so you can play against your friends or play against the universe. And the Body Slam Brigade newsletter, currently going out to over 4,200 people each Friday. It consolidates all the top stories in professional wrestling into a quick-to-read email written by me for you for free. Sign up now at BodySlamBrigade.com. And of course, this show, the Daily Wrestling News Show. We're here every day, Monday through Thursday, and occasionally on Friday. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, or watch us live on Facebook and YouTube at 10 a.m. This is the Daily Wrestling News Show, and we thank you for your support. Breaking news, that's just in. Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, actually, breaking news. We're talking about uh, tournaments from this morning. Kota Ibushi has won the G1 Climax A block. So um, A block. just uh just aired just aired uh I mean it went out it, it finished about an hour before we went on the air. Um this if he were to win the overall tournament, it would be his third in a row. Uh Travis and I are probably gonna talk about this in great detail tomorrow. Um we're down to Jeff Cobb and Kazuchika Akata on the other side. Um Kota Ibushi needed a lot of really weird things to happen. In order for him to win the A block, and those really weird things happened. I guess yeah. that's the beauty of uh, of booking wrestling. So Shingo Takagi wrestled to a time limit, or not a time limit, to a countout with Yujiro Takahashi. They were double countout. He finishes with 13 points. Zach Saber Jr. lost to Tonga Loa. He finishes with 12 points in the A block. Those are matches that both Shingo and Saber should have won, and if they did, they would have. Uh, they would have beaten Ibushi in the block. And then in the, in the final match of the night, uh, this morning, Ibushi defeated Kenta. Ibushi finishes with 14 points. Kenta finishes with 12 points. So if Kenta had beaten Ibushi, then Kenta would have won. So mm -hmm. Ibushi found a way to crack through, and he gets through to the finals. Uh, and tomorrow or, tomorrow or Wednesday, we get the Jeff Cobb-Okada match decide the other side of the block jeff cobb has not lost yet he is the only say, jeff, person in jeff history. cobb is travis's pick right yes yeah yep. yeah he is uh so let's see they've had eight matches he's the only one to go eight and oh in the in the g1 so if he were to go nine nine and oh he will make it to the finals and have a chance to go ten and oh so has anyone run the table like that before in history no nobody's even gotten to eight and oh before Wow. So, so Jeff Cobb is uh, poised to make history. It would be nice if he did because he, they'd be like building up a new guy if they if they did. Um, but he's got a really tough row to hoe. He's got Okada and then Ibushi. So, he's Matanza Cueto. No, he can do this easily. I'm with Travis on this one. I'll go with Travis on this one. Yeah. No, I mean, I, 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 I love it. Yes. We got to see. He would, if, if he does win this, he would be the second – 
non-Japanese wrestler. Kenny Omega is the only one that won it who's not a Japanese wrestler before, correct? Oh, my God. I'd have to go back and look. No, Kenny Omega was the first. I remember that was a big deal when Kenny Omega won the G1. Yeah, that might be true. I can't think of anybody else. Now, Jay White didn't win the tournament, but he he won the briefcase later. Like, Ibushi won the tournament, yeah. and then Ibushi defended the briefcase against Jay White and lost. So... And we all know Carl Anderson made the final back in 2012. Right, as we have, as of course we know. Yeah, 2012. <laughs> all right, the other tournament that's uh that is currently underway. They announced the brackets last uh over the weekend, AEW did, uh, for the world title eliminator, which will end at full gear. The opening round is Moxley versus Preston Vance on and uh Orange Cassidy versus Powerhouse Hobbs on one side, and on the other side. Dustin Rhodes versus Brian Danielson and Eddie Kingston versus Lance Archer. This Friday they will have the uh, they will air the Cassidy versus Hobbs match. It's already taken place. Uh, it happened Saturday night. So, but interestingly, Al, yes. as I look at this bracket, Powerhouse Hobbs is really the only heel. You could make an argument for Lance Archer, yeah, but he gets he gets cheered an awful lot to be called a heel. <laughs> So uh, it's, it's interesting. The whole bracket is the only, only heel I really see there is Powerhouse Hobbs. It just seems like AEW – well, not that they don't care about the heel versus face thing. It just seems like everybody's in such a gray area. Like, you know, like yeah. even like when you try to make a guy heel, something – I call it Austin's disease. When you're too cool as a heel that you eventually get cheered. Yeah. You know, like you're just so good at being a D-hole that like, all right, this guy's great. You know, like you have to – and then all of a sudden he just takes over and then you have to make him a face. So – um, but yeah, you know, of course, Cassidy's a traditional baby face. That's you know, that's right. And so is uh, we'll go Kingston and Moxley. They're gray area too. They're not like sure. They're they're badass at a point where they're cool and it's cool to cheer them. And you know, wild thing doesn't help either. But uh, yeah, it, to me, just you know, knee jerk reaction when you told me about this. Uh, did we ever get Daniel Bryan versus Dean Ambrose before? Like, is this, I mean, I know this is probably not where they want to go and they might catch some slack for it, but, oh yeah, 100%. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. I'm not complaining about it. I'm just making an, uh, an yeah. analysis here. Is that what you want to call sure. it? Um, have we ever had that before? But I, I, know, I know they might catch some slack having, you know, two WWE guys, whatever. But I think Moxley shed that, uh, yeah label but um that'd be very interesting that'd be that'd be that would make this tournament the, they're, they're the two best on each side of the bracket i believe you know they're the two best talent now and i know you've been you've been uh working a lot so you probably didn't see the news story where tony khan's little notebook with was open to a photo and it had the full gear card on it so oh, no. it looks like based on that and i don't I don't think I'm spoiling anything for anybody because every most people have seen that news story. It had Moxley versus Danielson written on there. Okay. So it could be that we come right down to that. And maybe if we don't, maybe we get that match anyway. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. You can't, I guess, maybe read the stock one. But yeah, that just, and that, that, that would do the AEW championship justice having those two compete for an opportunity at it. They're the two best wrestlers in that, and that's no offense to anybody else that's in it. But they're, you know, if I'm a betting man, I'm betting on those two to make it to the final. Um, and then uh, I had a third point, um, but I just, I guess, the third point is refer to points one and two. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, yeah, well, that, that, no, that that match does an AEW pay per view justice. Like that's a sure. great matchup, regardless if it's whatever. It's not WWE. Yeah. When I looked at it, I was like, man. I would have thought they would have put Miro in there. I would have thought they would have put CM Punk in there. But they got an idea for a winner, and one of those two guys isn't it, and they're not beating those two yeah. guys. Yeah, yeah. So it makes sense that they're not. So, yeah, I'm I'm, look, I'm picking Danielson to win the whole thing because, oh, yeah. um, frankly, I think it should have been him in the full gear main event, right? He wrestled to a draw with Kenny Omega, which leads us to want the rematch. Yeah, and we didn't. We're not getting the rematch. We're getting Hangman Page versus uh, Kenny Omega, which trust me, everybody wants that match too. But um, and I could be wrong because maybe you can't, if if uh, if Hangman Page wins the title, Danielson versus Page, that seems a little weird. Or you can do Moxley versus Page. 
that seems more on brand for the reason. And then, you can, you can, then you still get Kenny Omega and Brian Danielson, but it's just not for the title. And then you can right. actually maybe years later, when Daniel Bryanson eventually wins it, and then you have yeah. Kenny, and then you have the title match with Daniel uh, Brian Danielson as the champion. So probably yeah, you know there's, there's mismatch here. This isn't as obvious as um, prior AEW pay per views. No offense. Yeah, and uh, Andre mentioning that he wouldn't mind Archer getting a shot also. You know, I think you're right, Al. One of the things, you know, one just popped into my head when you were when you were describing that. They could have Danielson get eliminated here, but then they could pivot to a Kenny Omega, Brian Danielson match down the road to determine who's the best in the world, which mm -hmm. then you have somebody else who's waiting in the wings to kind of fight for that mantle as well. With yeah, Punk, John so. Silver. Yeah, John, and John Silver too. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think that's the final tournament. I got some other headlines, but I think that's the final tournament we had to talk about. Uh, the TBS title tournament bracket has not yet been announced, but long shot, top of your head, somebody you thinking about for the TBS title? Uh, I, oh. I'm going to go with – I'm going to get this graphic on. I can drive the car real quick. I'm actually going to go Ryan having some issues. Um, I'm going to go Layla Hirsch. I'm going to go Jersey Oh my God, that, I'm back. Yeah, Sorry. Usually it's me that does that. Um, I'm going to go Layla Hirsch, Jersey girl. She's the only Jersey girl in AEW, so I'll I'll take that. I'll take her. Oh, I love I love that pick um, because it's not one that people would see coming. Andre says Jade. I think that's solid. Um, it was funny. So just quick story. Um, Maggie and I. Uh, Maggie is a uh, my wife. Maggie is a AEW heel, so she gets a free signing when she goes to a, uh, a dynamite with one of the women. And so this past Saturday was Jade Cargill. So Maggie walks up to Jade. I got the camera to take the picture. And Jade says, when I come out tonight, you're going to boo for me, right? <laughs> 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 She's like, because people are cheering and it's not what I want, not what we need. <laughs> so, so funny. Yeah. But I think Jade's a strong possibility. Um, Andre says, very jealous of Maggie with that picture. Yes, yeah, so we posted it up on social media. But um, I think Thunder Rosa is a smart look, but it seems like Thunder Rosa's kind of got a thing with Britt Baker that's unresolved. So Yeah, um, no, let's let's keep Britt Baker. Oh, let's, get, let's keep Thunder Rosa away from this. She deserves the big one. Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, that that's the other thing is that it's, hard, it's almost undeniable that Jade would get a title shot because they're keeping her undefeated and stuff, but you don't want to put Jade in that position because she can't carry the title. She can't have the kind of matches that the title requires. So if you put her here, she can. You, you don't ever have to put her against Britt Baker as long as she has that title. So No, you don't, you don't have to put her against anybody on the top tier. Yeah, like she and she can win matches in two minutes until they're ready yeah, to make somebody. Exactly. She can crush the bunny. She can crush Penelope Ford. Like, yeah. Andre says Thunder Rosa will eventually beat Britt Baker. Probably true. Probably true. All right. So that is the final tournament, I guess, that we'll talk about. Some other headlines. Uh, Lacey Evans, she welcomed her child uh, into the world over the weekend. So, Al, it's that time, special time yeah. when a wrestler um, gives birth. I always look to you to tell me when they're going to be ready to compete. Yeah, I was way off. I asked my wife about Becky Lynch all those years ago, and she's like, no, this takes time. She can't just jump back in the ring a month later. So uh, it, it's it, it, she might be ready soon, but it's like a Becky was ready soon, but you know she was held off for whatever, for story purposes. Uh, Lacey is a former uh, military soldier or whatever whatever her rank was. She, was. she was in the Marines. She has that work ethic to get back right. in shape right quick. So um, – as far as her being physically available, it'll be as, as sooner than most. Um, and then you just got it on here. You go for the storyline again. Now you got to wait uh, yeah. for Sasha Banks to no show a championship match so Lacey Evans can, you know, pop right in. <laughs> it might, yeah, okay. So they pre booked it. Yep. That's what we did. Yep. <laughs> Sasha, this I think is when you don't show up again. I think she'll stay out through the holidays, right? I mean, it makes sense with the newborn and stuff. But you can bring her, can bring her back in the room. I right, see that. I don't even know if that's too cool. I don't want my wife to yell at me. I don't know. I don't. I, I don't know. I don't know how women's. I, I, what do you want to call it? Your plumbing. I don't know how that works. So uh, whatever. <laughs> okay. We I'm, one thing we've proven 
we are not qualified for this discussion. So <laughs> yeah, no, not even remotely close. And that's the joke. Is that, that's why I keep getting this question thrown at me is because I don't have an answer. <laughs> yeah, I know that's that's. The um, joke. I, <laughs> I hope everybody gets that's the joke. <laughs> yeah, I have children. I don't have real children, so I, I was never there. I don't know how that works down there. Apparently. Okay. <laughs> well, WWE filed for a trademark for Duke's poker room, which is. Uh, obviously, Duke Hudson is apparently a poker player, so that's the new character on NXT 2.0. Uh, this could be their attempt at Swingers Palace. So I don't think they have the the, the mentality to go the way Swingers. I don't want to say it's stupid comedy, but it it is. It's like slapstick, like Dumb and Dumber. It's like the Farrelly Brothers or whatever. They're the Farrelly Brothers. I wrote all those those silly movies way back then, or even like Mel Brooks, you know, like yeah. they, they they can try it. I I can't imagine. It Maybe it'll just be a really that. interesting contrast between the two poker rooms. So yeah, you just gotta be you just gotta be careful when when the women go into the poker room. Okay, FS1 will be airing Talking Smack opposite Rampage this Friday, so uh, the competition for that 10 p.m. hour continues, I guess. Uh, Rhea Ripley lost her gear and her tag title over the weekend. She has requested that if anybody sees it up for sale on the internet, please let her know. <laughs> uh, did anybody check the Tallahassee Police Department? Yeah, we'll get from her. <laughs> and uh, let's see. Last headline I have Tiffany Nieves from CCW and a former guest of this show made her AEW dark debut uh on saturday the match will air tomorrow it was her fifth wrestling match so really quick onto uh onto aew's youtube show uh match was against jamie hater so um she got a she got some stuff in <laughs> so, that's all they wanted to that's yes yeah, yep yeah, so all right Al, tonight we've determined if it's going to be Xavier Woods going to Saudi Arabia. He's got his match with Jinder Mahal on Raw tonight, and we have Shayna Baszler versus Dewdrop to determine which one of those is going to Saudi Arabia for the Queen's Crown. Uh, when it's all said and done, we'll have an answer. So That's there you go. What happens, yes. That's our show. Anything else we missed? Uh, no, yeah, I, I looked up that Roman Reign. I couldn't find it. I, I saw an article. Maybe that's sort of just a rumor, so I won't even bring it up, but I didn't find okay. anything on it either. Just Google Roman Reigns, folks, and let us know if you see anything good. So, <laughs> I, I, what came up was, I guess, he had a disagreement about what theme he was coming out to at WrestleMania. I don't yeah. know if he wanted the new one. He came out to the Shield music at WrestleMania when uh, uh, this past year, because like I said that, that was weird. I thought they would have debuted the new music then, but it was it the next night that they did. It might. I don't know if it was the next the next night or whatever. It was. It was shortly after. Yeah. 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 All right. Well. With that said, I think that's our show for the day. Some comments rolling in. Let's just see if it's uh, take care, everyone. Well said. Yeah, and, and Andre, I, I, know, I know you're a fan. Congrats. Congrats on your Raiders win yesterday. That was a big win. That was a bounce back win with everything that was happening with that organization. Um, I liked how they took control of the situation and they uh, used it as motivation to win. So I was rooting for the Raiders yesterday. Uh, John DeConi's brother, one of my close friends, is a diehard Raiders fan. I'm tired of seeing him suffer because God knows he does every single year with that team. <laughs> All right. Well, for the Oakland Raiders, for Andre, for Al Carl, I'm Ryan. We will see you tomorrow uh, with another episode of the Daily Wrestling News Show. It's